Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Grow Your Life podcast. My name's Jeremiah Krakowski. Listen, if you haven't joined the hashtag Grow Your Life community on Facebook, check it out. Look it up. Hashtag Grow Your Life. There's over a thousand people in there just like you that are reaching their goals and reaching further for their dreams. If you want to win a free coaching session with me, go ahead and leave hashtag Grow Your Life on my Instagram where I pick one winner every single week on Sundays to win those free coaching sessions. And if you want to take this to the next level, I'm offering a discount on coaching regularly $1,500 an hour from now until January 1st, 2020. You can buy one hour of coaching with me for $400 or three hours for $1,000. That offer is ends and expires January 1st, 2020. So you have to take advantage of that. Send me a message and let's talk. Now on this episode today, I want to help you go from where you're at to having a profitable business. Listen, I know everybody has a different starting place, but over the last couple of years in coaching clients in working with business owners and in the businesses that I've worked in and helped with sales and marketing and grown There's a common framework and common denominators that are the same for everybody. And in this, this is what I want to pass on to you, is how to break free from whatever's holding you back from having a profitable business so that you start to get the wheels turning and money starts coming in. Listen, without the money coming in, you actually can't help anybody and you don't have a business. The definition of a business, Alan Weiss says, he's a business coach, is when you offer value to customers and they pay you money in exchange for that value. But so often I see people stuck in the in a couple of phases, either the pre-offering value phase or they're offering the wrong value and they don't know what to do. Or maybe it's the indecision phase or right before selling, they stop themselves from selling and making money. Now, if you're somebody that is selling, making money in your business consistently, this is a different conversation. And the things that I would say for you, scale up your advertising, optimize what's working and cut back on the fat. Okay. That's how you scale and grow a business and stop doing what's not working. You just just stop wasting time in the things that feel good and do what actually got you those results in the first place. But for everybody who is in that stage of, okay, I'm ramping up, maybe I've sold a little bit, or maybe I haven't sold anything, how do I go from where I'm at to making sales? That's what this episode is about, is to help you make money in a business. And that's what I love helping people with, is people that think it's not possible, or they're leaving a nine to five job, or they've been at it for 10, 15 years, but they're just brick wall after brick wall after brick wall, and they're struggling. The deal is, is this, is that advertising is actually not the first thing that you need help with. What the first thing that you need help with is getting the first sale and doing that organically and proving and testing your idea. And this is where a lot of people get stuck is that idea testing phase, or maybe they're selling a little bit, but it's not profitable. Maybe they're losing money. If you're not breaking even, this is for you. If you're not at a point where business is coming in consistently, this conversation and this podcast is for you. So take some notes, find a place where you can shut out some of the distractions and focus, get a notepad, 
because we're going to go fast and hard into this. Now, the biggest deal is, is this, is that if you're somebody that's afraid of sales and selling, that's something that you have to get over. You see, you're doing a disservice to people by not selling because you're assuming that you're helping more people by giving away what you could sell for free because selling is an inconvenience. I don't want to appear inauthentic and I don't want to sell something that I'm not perfect at. And this mindset, this feeling is where we get stuck in mental mush land that keeps you from making a profit. Now, I've even seen successful business owners making five, $10 million who are actually still stuck in this place. The thing that separates those that go from the five to $10 million range from there and beyond is getting past this. And so wherever you're at, whether you're from zero to $10 million, take a listen to this. <laughs> Action taking is the number one thing that you have to do and you have to reduce the distance between knowing about something and doing it. You see, knowledge is not knowing about it, okay? A lot of people know about a lot of stuff. A lot of people know about how to be healthy. They know about making money. They know about building a business, but they don't know it until they do it. And so you can't go out there and say, well, I know how to make a build a business, but I'm just not successful if you haven't done it. And this actually used to upset me when I heard trainers and coaches say this until I realized, you know what? They're right. They're absolutely right. Until you've built it, until you've helped take a company from struggling to eight figures, you can't know how to build an eight figure company. And that's what I help business owners do all the time is go from zero to make six figures, six figures to seven, seven to eight figures. And so what I want to do is I want to help you get from where you are to where you want to be, no matter where you're at. And you have to become laser focused. Oh, there's a buzzword at taking action and disciplined. You see, perfectionism is hurting you. Having to get all the details perfect and having to prove that you know what you're talking about before taking action is where I see a lot of people get stuck because they don't believe themselves that they know how to do what it takes to get there. And that belief, you have to take ownership over. You have to own up to the fact that maybe I just, I don't believe that I can do what I say I can do. This is the number one area that I see people struggling. And yet constantly people say, no, it's not about belief. It's about action. Listen, actions follow belief, my friends. So if you believe <laughs> one thing, your action is going to be equal to that belief. I have never seen anybody's actions that are opposed to their beliefs unless they have another belief that is changing that action. At the same time, that belief is what created that action. So we have to do a deep dive and figure out, okay, what do I believe that is keeping me here? What do I believe about taking action? What do I believe? And before you be believe that this episode, <laughs> before you believe that this episode is just about mindset and not tangible action steps, 
of building, selling, scaling, and profiting, stick with me a little bit. We have to lay a foundation here for where this comes from. Listen, I believe that it is possible for you right now, if you're listening to this podcast, to grow and build a business to reach your goals, to reach your dreams. And the only reason that I am doing this podcast is to help you do that. So I need you to come together with that belief with me and stick with it. Stay focused on this podcast. Don't let distractions knock you off track and shut the podcast off. I talk to so many people, they get 30, 50, 60 minutes into a podcast and they go, I didn't listen to it all the way through. The fact of the matter is, if you're not listening to the episode all the way through, you're not going to get the meat of it. This builds precept upon precept for you. So while you might feel like you don't need what's in the beginning, or maybe something triggers you, it's going to all tie together in the end. And I want you to pay attention to what makes you anxious while we are doing this episode. What are you getting triggered at? What are you feeling like, oh, come on already, or you zone out? What are you getting distracted by? Pay attention to, specifically, while you're listening to this podcast. I want you to actively participate with this episode, meaning this is not one of those episodes that you passively listen to while you're at the gym, while you're working, while you're driving. This is an active mental exercise. And the only way that you're going to get results from this is by engaging on an active level. Okay. So once we're in agreement with that, my promise to you is to help tie this all together and give you a step-by-step formula to go from idea to profitable business by the end of this podcast. Let's go. Here's the deal is that you need to pay attention to those areas while listening to this, where you are mentally triggered or where you get distracted. I want you to actively notice if you're getting distracted, zoning out or feeling anxious during a part of this podcast that, and then write it down or mentally log it. Those are areas that need work and personal growth. While I've been working with and coaching people over the last 17 years, any area where somebody gets triggered, anxious, or distracted while talking about this topic is an area where they need to grow in and their brain is actually disconnecting from what is being said. So actively pay attention to that while we're talking about this, okay? What you believe produces action. Meaning if you are taking six months to make decisions about your business, there is a belief that is producing a six month lead time to your decision-making. What are those beliefs? Explore those on your own. What are you afraid of? What is the risk? You see, you need to not take longer than five to 10 minutes to make big decisions when it comes to your business. You need to make decisions quickly. The number one thing that separates those who have a successful business that is profitable 
from those who do not is the time it takes them to go from idea to decision to action. And if that timeline is 12 months, you're never going to be successful until, until you change that. Until you shore up the distance between your decision-making and your action, meaning five to 10 minutes to make decisions. You're like, yeah, but some decisions are big decisions. Let me break that one wide open for you. Big decisions are a combination of many small decisions over time. Any area that you are not taking complete and active ownership of your life and your decisions is an area that you are being subject to the opinions of other people, outside environmental influences, and allowing what is around you to create and decide for you. And so this is why this is important, because when you are a powerful person, which by the way, being powerful is not pushing, is not being aggressive. Being powerful is making your yeses be yeses and your noes be noes. And there's a book that I'm going to recommend at the end of this podcast that is going to help some of you as well with this. Stick with me. Being a powerful person means that your decisions do not take this long to create, this long to decide. Most decisions happen in an instant because there is a feeling. And so if your feelings are dictating your decisions, you are being led by emotions and not choosing to do what it takes to be successful. You have to learn to be sober-minded. You have to learn to choose the meaning that you associate to the feelings that you have, which is why I said at the beginning of this, pay attention to the feelings while we're talking and what you're associating those feelings with. What are they triggering in you? What are you feeling? What's the mental self-talk that you're telling yourself in your head while we're going through this? Are you inadequate? Maybe, you know, people see you as an inconvenience or you have to prove yourself to people before taking action. These are things that I hear a lot from people is either these victim mentalities or they have these grandiose needing to be the savior of everybody ideas, or they just don't care. They're going to push through, plow ahead, but they're, they don't really do that. <laughs> you see, there's a triangulation that goes on of being a damsel in distress for a lack of a better term. That's the superhero term. If you ever watched Marvel movies or I'm a big fan of superhero movies, the damsel in distress or, or, or man in distress. I don't know if there's a better term for that or the superhero or the villain. And so what happens is in our decision-making, when we are not walking as powerful people, some of you might already know which book I'm got some of this from <laughs> when we're not walking as powerful people, we are led to and fro by everything that we feel environmentally around us. And so we don't allow ourselves to decide things on our own without getting validation from other people or approval from other people. 
And we feel that we have to prove ourselves to other people because when we haven't, people haven't let us do that. And that's language of a powerless person. Now, a powerless person is going to have a very difficult time building a business and being profitable. Okay? And if you're somebody that's listening to this right now, I do not believe that you are a powerless person because you had the power to get 16 minutes into this podcast and yet you're still here. And so I want to commend you. I want to actually congratulate you for getting 16 minutes into this podcast. This is going to be a journey and it's going to hurt. Brene Brown says this, we have to be willing to feel the pain that it takes to make the change in our life that will help us grow. Brene Brown is incredible. She talks about vulnerability, being vulnerable. And what that is, is that's taking a look inside of ourselves personally between you and yourself and God. What do I believe? What am I feeling? What am I doing? And stop denying it. Stop being in a place of denial. What I notice more often than not in people who struggle to go from where they are to where they want to be is a state of chronic denial of where they are, of who they are, of what they can do. And they are playing a part and playing a role based on what their environment is telling them about themselves. And so the first thing that you have to do to go from idea to profitable business is no longer allow your environment to dictate your outcome. However, comma, learn to be disciplined that even when you don't feel like it, even when you don't have it all together, even when it feels bad and hurts, you take action. Period. You see, that is what separates those who have successful, profitable companies, successful marriages, who are health and fitness gurus, whatever you want to call them, wealthy people, the rich, those who have it that we constantly compare ourselves to from those who aren't. There are habits that they have that produce those consistent, predictable results. And those habits are quite frankly, often the same. There's social interaction. There's boldness. There's a boldness inside of them to reach the next level, to do the thing that they fear the most, even when Everything around them is telling them, stop. (laughs) And so you have to ask yourself this. What are you doing when a stop sign comes up in your life? Are you submitting to the stop sign or are you saying, no, I am going to go after my goals and reach the next level because I choose to. You have to become really good at taking action 
when everything else in your environment is telling you to not take action. I am not talking about being rude, brash, plowing over people, being dishonoring or disrespectful either. And this is the next part of what separates those who are successful and those that aren't is the belief that they can control other people or not. You see, most people believe that if they can just learn to control other people, then they could be successful. If they could just learn to control somebody to buy from them, control somebody to do what they want, control their employees. Listen, the only person that you can control is yourself. Influence is not control. And using manipulation tactics is the worst possible way to influence and also the least effective. And so you have to learn how to take action in the face of everything saying to stop. Learn how to use respect, honor, integrity, and not manipulate. And when you do this, nothing is impossible for you in business. Oh, wait, 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 what did I say? Nothing is impossible for you. Well, yeah, if you take action and if you do it and you make a lifestyle of doing this, of personal development, growing personally, spending time in personal meditation and not letting your environment influence you. If you can get this one thing down and you become a person who takes action no matter what their environment does, and your yeses are yeses, your noes are noes, and you don't allow your environment to dictate or choose your choices for you, nothing will be impossible for you, okay? Now, next is the strategy. Once you get past that level, how does this look practically? You have to decide if your idea is really worth it, you have to put your idea to the test. John Maxwell has a book about this, putting your dream to the test. And one of the first things that he talks about is this is, is your idea really your idea or somebody else's? This ties back into the whole environmental influence thing. Is your environment that you are in choosing your idea for you? Or is this a created idea that you came up with because this is what you want to do. And you have to get really good at not only being decisive and being quick to decision-making, but learning to choose even in the face of risk and absolute possible screwing up. Okay. Even in the face of you doing the wrong thing. You see choices, not having two ideas and saying, I'm going to pick the best or the worst one. We have to stop ranking better or worse with our choices. So this is where I find a lot of people, once they get past this environmental influence thing and take action, now they're dealing with paralyzation of, is it the best or worst choice? And they allow this belief that they can only do the best choice to influence them again in not taking action. And so the next level for you is taking action no matter what the outcome may certainly or may not certainly be. You have to learn to take action in the face of absolute uncertainty. 
Now that's risky. What's the risk in doing that? I'm sure you could come up with a thousand reasons why that is so difficult for you. I can too. <laughs> Trust me, we're all guilty of this. Everybody, anybody who has ever built a business will tell you this as well, that this is the number one area for them is risk analysis. You see, a lot of times we go into paralysis of analysis, and this is where people sometimes get lucky in business and they don't know how they got there because they learned how to overanalyze so much that they did the one thing that was guaranteed and certain. And that will lead you to maybe a little bit of success, maybe a little bit, but you're going to plateau. You're going to burn out. It's not going to work out because the amount of energy that you're doing is so focused on protecting where you are right now and not looking just a little bit above where you are right now to the future and then saying, okay, how do I go from where I am now to that next level, that next step? A lot of people overthink and overanalyze why they are where they are right now in this moment in time. And they overanalyze better or worse choice. And they allow the fear and the risk, the fear of pain and punishment of making the wrong choice keep them from ever taking action. And this is a vicious cycle for people. And so they're constantly looking for somebody to validate their idea. They're constantly looking for somebody to give them a gold star. Listen, you have to believe in yourself before anybody else will believe in you. And so until you believe in your idea and what you're doing, nobody else will. Okay. But if you're constantly waiting for outside influences, again, environmentally to validate your idea and to prove it to you that you're worthy of success, you're never going to get there. If you also believe that you have to be able to prove, (laughs) this is a very deep one for a lot of people, that you have to prove that you can do what you say you can do before you can do it, you will never be successful. And that one triggers a lot of people, a lot. It used to trigger me a lot. What separates those who reach their goals and have a profitable business from idea to business is they never had to prove to anybody that they knew how to do what they said they could do before they started doing it. They just did it because they believed it in themselves. And so if you're somebody right now who is listening to this and you're like, well, no, I can't take action to build my business until I can prove that I can do what I say I can do because that's just my ethics and my morals. No, this isn't an ethical conversation. Not at all. Because if you are, if you flip the script a little bit, You remove the ethics and all of that out of this equation. How do I know this? Because this is what I've done constantly. Stop trying to validate yourself to other people before you take action. And the way you do this is remove the risk. Give a guarantee. Give a promise that you know you can deliver on and say, let's try this. Come at it from a place of testing, not guessing. And test and analyze things for yourself before you take action and prove it to yourself. 
You have to first prove it to yourself, not anyone else. And if you can prove it to yourself, you do not have to prove it to anyone else before you can go out and do it because the results will speak for themselves. Okay. So if you've proved it to yourself, a lot of people, this is, they misappropriate proving something to themselves with having to prove it to another person. And they, they project their beliefs and judgments about themselves on other people as if other people will judge them the way that they judge other people because that's how they judge themselves. You do not have to prove anything to anybody before you take action and go after your dreams. Ever. Period. If you're coming from a place of goodness, truth, morals, ethics, honesty, kindness, and love, you don't have to prove to anybody anything. And you're going to have people that will constantly be haters trying to prove you wrong because they get their not their 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 kicks out of proving to themselves that they're better than other people. And so we constantly are in a state of being where we don't take action to build and sell something in the marketplace because we feel like we haven't proven it and it may have to do with a lack of belief ourselves. And if that's the case, if you don't believe in what you're doing, I've seen a lot of people learn how to manipulate and sell things that they don't believe in and they can be successful doing that. But at the end of the day, you're going to get burnt out with that. You're going to get absolutely burnt out with it. And so you have to first believe in what you're selling yourself. You don't have to prove it to anybody before you can take action. The proof will come in the action taking. Now, a lot of times there's testimonials, there's proof, there's things that we can show people. But if we, if we become subject and submissive to the personal need of protection, validation, and other people's opinions about us to take action. We have become and live as a powerless person and a victim to other people. And we're waiting for somebody to come save us who one day will validate us so that we're not a bad guy because other people are calling us the bad guy. Again, we're back to this foundation of being a powerless person. You are not powerless, but up to this point, if you're not taking action because of any of these reasons, you have been living as a powerless person, believing that the only way that you will have power to do what you want to do is if all of these things line up and come together and there's the perfect moment, the perfect customer, the perfect pitch, the perfect market conditions, uh, your friends, your family uh, validate you. Stop it. Just do it. Just go out there and do the thing that you say that you're going to do. Even if you fail completely, be okay with it. Be okay with absolute utter failure. Listen, if you're testing something out, let people know that. 
Be authentic. Be honest. People want to know when you're being real and authentic. People want to know what you're going through. For example, what I'm sharing with you right now, even though I've helped businesses grow seven and eight figures for the last 17 years is still something that I have struggled with over the last year and have only recently gotten a breakthrough in and realized, wow, this is what's been holding me back. And this is what has separated all of these successful people that I've studied, their books, their podcasts that I've read is this taking action and respecting and honoring the process and not trying to skip steps. Well, wait a sec. Didn't I say that you need to speed up your decision-making at the beginning of this? I did. Speeding up decision-making is the absolute opposite of denying the process. The only way to honor the process is to speed up your decision-making because you're not honoring the process by waiting so long to make the decisions that lead to actions. And so if you know, okay, I have this product, maybe it's a network marketing company, a digital product, physical, maybe it's a brick and mortar, maybe you sell furniture, homeware, clothing, food products, whatever it is, tools, software, hardware, you name it. If if your thing wasn't on the list, just insert your thing here because this applies to whatever your thing is. There's no thing (laughs) that this doesn't apply to, even government consulting, by the way. I've worked with quite a few people that have been government consultants and even government employees. And they're usually always like, well, This doesn't apply to that because I'm part of, you know, it's government restricted. I'm like, no, no, not really. You could take what you learned in that and apply it to something else and take a risk and step out and do something. You have to become a risk taker in the face of absolute uncertainty, doing the thing that you fear the most and doing the thing that you believe will get you there, even if you're uncertain in it. Okay. So this is what separates people that are successful for those that aren't is taking action in the face of uncertainty. Those who are successful always take action under uncertain conditions. Those who are not don't. And what I've noticed happens over time is somebody will go from risk taking They'll be successful to get to about five, $10 million. And then they'll go and move away from the very thing that got them there. That's why I started this and saying, if you're somebody who's successful and selling, the way that you scale is go back to the risk-taking. Start to do the thing that got you where you are right now. Again, even if you look silly, even if people judge you, stop judging yourself so much. Who cares what they think? And you might say, well, I care. I don't want to offend people. I don't want to hurt people. If somebody gets offended, that is not on you. That is on them. Because you do not have the power to control other people. And if you're saying that you're worried, you are essentially doing the worst form of manipulation control possible. 
If you come from a place of worry and anxiety, if you're worried about what other people are going to think about you, that is the most um, icky form of manipulation control. Because you're saying that until this thing I'm not worried about, which is usually another person, comes into alignment, I'm powerless. And so I must be in a state of worry and anxiety until that thing comes into alignment for me because this is a framework of how I've lived my life. This is, this is what I've done for a long time. I've allowed worry to keep me stuck. Worry of offending people. Worry of doing the wrong thing. Worry of the ramifications. And what it was, was I was attempting to manipulate and control situations by saying that this worry will eventually manifest what I want. And so I'm going to stay worried until other people respond the way I want them to. And the only way that you break free from that is just stop worrying and you start taking action and realize, you know what, you're probably going to get, you're going to get haters. You're going to get people judging you. You're going to get people lying about you. You're going to get people saying things that aren't true about you. You're, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt. It will. And you just keep moving forward. People saying, well, you can't do that. People saying, well, you have no proof of that, so you should just stay in your lane. You should just not, not do that thing that you say that you want to do. Listen, there's wisdom in that. <laughs> there's wisdom in staying in your lane. And this is one of the number one areas that I have neglected in my personal life. And as soon as I started applying, staying in my lane, things started working out for me. You might be like, wait, what? <laughs> Stick with me here. My lane is marketing, sales, business growth, helping CEOs and founders and influencers go further and take their dreams to the next level. That's my lane. Anything else, I'm I'm not really the best at. I'm actually not the best mindset coach. I'm not the best uh, spiritual coach. I'm not the best... Uh, at all of that, but what I'm really good at is helping make money in businesses. That's what my lane is. That's the number one lane that I can help people with. Particularly when we dive deep into taking an idea, building it, selling it, scaling it, and then rolling that back into a profitable organization. That's my lane. Now, all this other stuff, the mindset, the, the spiritual stuff, I have a lot of that that supports me and it's helped me grow in this place. But what my lane is, is that area. And so I realized, you know what? I've been trying to get outside my lane. I know about software development. I know about spirituality. I know about uh, a lot of mindset stuff. I know about... XYZ, but it's not my main lane. My main lane is helping business owners get results. And that's what my commitment is to you. 
is I'm going to help you if you stick with me with this, get results. You have to learn to stay in your lane and simultaneously not let anybody tell you what your lane is. Who? Yes, because people have decisions and choices and they have how they've built you up in their head. And none of that's your responsibility. You're only responsible for controlling yourself and your emotions and taking action and doing the thing that you know how to do. And so once you get to that place, now let's go to work. What are you good at? What are people constantly asking you for help with? What are those areas that you're really good at? Gary Vaynerchuk says, double down on your strengths and stop trying to do what you're weak at. And yet I see so often people are trying to grow in what they're weak at and not maximizing what they're freaking rock stars at. You see, I believe that you right now listening to this are an absolute rock star better than anybody else that you know at one thing. And maybe that one thing isn't really what you're good at or what you want to do, but you've had a pattern throughout your life of one thing after another that you've been really good at. What is that thing? What is that lane for you? Lean into that and leave the rest of the stuff up to other people. And take action in the thing that you're a freaking rock star in. Even if other people will judge you because they don't understand how somebody could go from, you know, cooking to building a television network. (laughs) It's all about putting ingredients into the pot and mixing it up. It's really an intuition of knowing what ingredients to put together. It's what it is. What order to put them in. Where to put the puzzle pieces. What timing to do it. You know, maybe you're somebody that's good at recognizing trends in the marketplace. You're constantly seeing things before they happen. Maybe you're constantly seeing an outlook of things before they come to fruition. Lean into that and find how that fits into what you're really good at and have been doing and build a business around that and take action. Now, you might be saying, Oh, well, that's not really been my idea. Well, that's why you got to put your big idea to the test. Is it really your idea or not? And that's what John Maxwell's book is about. Is is it just what other people have said is a good idea for you? Or is it really what you want to do? Go after it. Stop coming up with excuses why you're not going to take action. If you know that that idea is yours, that you came up with it, that it was original, and then it came from inside of you, deep inside of you. Do that thing, even in the face of stop signs and everything environmentally telling you not to. If you know inside of you that that's your lane, that you know that you can be successful at it, 
that you know that you can do it, you got to go to action. You got to put it to work no matter what. You owe it to the world to do that. And this is where a lot of people then they're like, well, I don't want to charge money for that because I want to help more people. You're never going to be able to help the amount of people that you want to help until you start charging money for something. (laughs) And charging a lot of money for it because you're always going to be constantly in a place of trying to rescue people and do things to self-validate yourself for free. Instead of saying, I'm going to take care of myself, my family, build myself a profit margin so that I can invest into marketing, so can I can invest into advertising, so that I can hire some people to do what I'm not good at. You see, this is the reason why you need to make money and be profitable in a business is so that you can hire the right people to do what you're not good at. And all you ever do and focus on is your strengths and what you're good at. In the beginning, you're going to have to do some stuff that you are not good at. Everybody does. But if you're constantly taking three to six to nine months to make decisions, all based on what you're not good at, you need to ask for some help from some people. And that's where a mentor comes in. That's why we have the Grow Your Life community. People ask questions all the time in there about what they are not good at. And yet I still see people, they're afraid to ask questions because they're afraid of looking stupid or looking like they don't know what they're talking about because all they care about is looking good to other people, not getting results. And they, they enjoy the feeling of playing business owner instead of going to work and building a business. Listen, that feeling is addictive, playing business owner. But at the end of the day, you got to make a profit and you got to make some sales and you got to go to work and you got to do the thing that you fear the most. And until you're making money in your business, it's just a hobby. It is not serious. And you're not helping anybody. You might help one, two, three, four people. That's great. That's good for refining your process and getting things down. Please hear me on this. I am a huge proponent of when you're testing an idea to validate it to yourself and get really good at it, giving away something to people, doing it for free, giving high value away to people, coaching people for free and not charging for it. But once you get really good at it, you're, you're hurting the marketplace by not charging for it because then you can scale and you can automate things to the point that you can reach more people than not and free yourself from the bondage of having to do it all yourself and go from working in your business to working on your business. And this is where most people never get to, is they never go from working in their business to working on their business because of the self-gratification and the addiction to the validation of working in their business. Now, I'm not telling you that you gotta step away from every business and, and, and have a a parachute or a buyout or sell your companies. At the same time, if you're not passionate about your company, sell it, take the money, invest it in something that you love. 
that's the only smart thing to do. Bring other people in with you. Learn to release it. Learn to take your hands off of having to do everything and having to be the end-all be-all in every part of your organization. If your business only serves to validate you, you're not helping anybody. And this is where I see a lot of people standing at the balance of narcissism and being a business owner. And a lot of people go from being narcissistic to being successful in business because that, that charismatic narcissism got them to where they are. And so they rely on that to get them to the next level and they plateau because what happens is their business served to validate their identity. When you learn that you are not your actions and what you do does not equate to who you are and proving and validating yourself does not define you and your identity, you can do anything because you are choosing to do it and you're a powerful person. Narcissism and having to prove everything to everybody before taking action and having to have your ideas validated before you do anything is powerless entirely. And there might be some people listening to this who have made millions of dollars by doing that because they've been playing it safe. Do you not realize how many millions and possibly billions of dollars you've left on the table because your personal validation of your self identity was more important than your goal. And you settled for a lesser goal to feel good about yourself. And you sat there and you said, great, I did a good job. And you sit and you, you coast and you, you bathe in the accolades of years gone by for years. You say, y'all, you remember that award I won back then? That's great. You did that back then. But what are you doing now? Listen, if that's you and you want to coast and hit a level, this podcast isn't for you. Okay. This podcast is for people that want to grow to the next level. This is podcast is for people that want to hit those next level milestones in their life. If you're somebody that just wants to manage where you're at, great. That's super easy to do. And you can do that being less hands-on, working less than two to five hours a week and just retire early. Like that's totally cool. I know people that have done that and it's awesome because they took ownership over that choice. You have to take ownership over the choices that you have made up to this moment in time and the choices that you are making right now, not decisions, choices and decide what do I choose to do? And now it's time to go to work. We got an idea. How do we build it? How do we manufacture it? What's our profit model? What's our profit mechanism? How do we get money in? What are we selling? What is going to fund this dream? You need to find something that's going to fund your dream and have an economic mechanism to it. 
If there's not an economic mechanism to it, it's always going to plateau and fizzle out. You need a, a scalable economic mechanism. And a lot of people go in reverse. They try to build the big thing that they want to do. And then when they build that, then they're going to put their economic mechanism in place. Flip it. You have to put your economic mechanism in place to fund the big dream. Okay. And what is that? Sometimes that's not doing exactly what you want to do right away initially. Example for me, I got some big dreams, software, video games, movies. But I know that if I can build a business to 5, 10, 15, 20 million dollars, then I can fund those things very easily. And so I know with a proven model of how to get there by helping other business owners get there as well. That's what I've been doing for years. It's the only thing I really am good at is building business. And that's what I want to help you with. And if you're somebody that wants to take this to the next level and wants to get coaching with me, you can win a free coaching call by leaving hashtag grow your life on my Instagram every single week. I pick a winner. We go through those details. Listen, if you, if you miss the call, if you cancel it, you forfeit the call. Those are the free calls. If you want to buy coaching from me, I already told you about those packages. Let's talk. Let's start a coaching relationship. Yes, I'm going to be authentic with you. <laughs> this episode was to show you the need that people have for a coach. And this is what I love to do is to help people and coach them to get to the next level and to break through what's holding them back. And now let's go to work. Even if you don't hire me, this is the model that is going to help you be successful and take your idea to profit in record time. Once you speed up your decision-making, once you get past your excuses, once you start taking action, now you got to go to work. You got to decide and make a decision <laughs> as to what your economic mechanism is going to be. And you got to find something to sell. Once you have that and you know what you're going to sell, you got to test it. You got to see if you can get other people to buy it from you. A lot of people try to put all these systems in place before they ever test selling one thing to people. Try selling it without all the marketing in place and see if somebody will buy it. You see, a lot of people have so much of an ego that they're not going to do that because they're worried about how they're going to look to everybody that they feel like and believe that they have to have all of the magic pretty pieces together before they can do the thing because that's what somebody told them and they don't want to look bad to other people and look unprofessional. It's a freaking lie, you guys. Build a Squarespace site. They have beautiful templates. You can learn how to build a Squarespace site in less than seven days that gets results and grows your business for you. That's what my course, Website Building Made Easy, is about. I walk you through that process of websites and online tools that help you. This podcast has over 38 episodes at the time of this recording to help you <laughs> take whatever your profit mechanism is and make money with it. Okay. Once you get past the worry and the fear and start taking action and doing the things that you fear the most and you find a profit mechanism, a way to make money and you put it out there and you start selling it to some people and you get past the fear of selling. Oh, the fear of selling. 
It's the fear, fear of selling is really just the fear of other people's opinions is what it is. It's the fear of other people's validation or invalidation. I'll tell you the secret to selling is try to find more no's than yeses. And then scale. Try to get a million no's. That's how you're going to sell something because you're going to find what doesn't work and what does work and then just do the thing that got the sale repeatedly. It's not rocket science, y'all. It's so easy and so basic. And yet people overcomplicate it because that's what they believe is what it takes to build a business because they think that it has to feel hard for it to be worth the result and they're trying to earn the result based on the work output and the time that it takes because of a false belief that success should take a long time and feel hard. When they're denying fast decision-making and quick actions, which shouldn't take you longer than a week to do. You buy a course, you learn something, you set up a Squarespace site, you put up an opt-in offer, you put up, there's e-commerce tools, you set up a Stripe account, you sell a product, you find a couple people say, hey, listen, I'm testing this out. Would you try this out for me for free? Maybe offer samples to people. If you're doing a service, offer the service for free to people. Prove your model to yourself. This is where a lot of people miss it, y'all is they haven't proven their model and then they're trying to run ad campaigns and they fail. This is why advertising until you have a proven model, a proven offer and a proven system is not the best place to start. But if you have a proven offer, a proven product, ads is the number one way to scale and grow. So this is the balance of that. Are you ready to do ads or not? And often I talk with people, they're stuck with this area of getting to where they're ready to do ads or not because they don't have a proven model. And this is one of the number one areas that I love to coach people with is how do we take your idea, make it a proven offer, and then scale it, sell it to people, get it out there, create something, and then launch it with ads and make it infinitely scale. And that's how you go from idea to profit and then reinvest your profit. That was probably really quick. So let me go through that again for you. When you have an idea, you prove it to yourself first. Don't need the validation of other people. You prove it to yourself first. Sometimes by offering it for free. Offering it for maybe an email opt-in. Free is a great way to test stuff out and get feedback, y'all. You need a feedback loop. You need a way to hear feedback from people of what they think about what you're doing. For example, if you're listening to this podcast, let me know what you think about this and what I could add to this. What additional questions you had. What, um, what would have helped you more. I want to know. Because then I want to teach that in my future episodes. I'm not going to be able to unless you ask. So please ask me. Post it in the group. Do that. Instead of waiting for me to just do it, take action and take an active role in listening to this podcast by joining the hashtag Grow Your Life group on Facebook and leaving those comments 
and posts about the questions that you have to get to the next level. You don't have to be the savior of everybody. You don't have to be the victim of other people's opinions. And you don't have to be the bad guy. You just have to take action. Once you have what you're going to make money from, prove it in the marketplace, samples, test it out, offer it. Once you know, okay, I can make money from this. If it's break even, try to scale it and try to optimize. And now that's where we, once we have a proven offer of some kind, something that people want, what's a proven offer? Let me, let me explain that for a second. A proven offer just means that human beings on the planet earth want it. And if you try to, if you can successfully find the humans that want it, you can scale because advertising and the AI on Facebook and Instagram and Google allow you to find the the strategic specific humans that are more likely than others to buy from you. That's how I found you. That's how you're listening to me right now is that model. And that scales with every business. Advertising campaigns, once you have a proven model. You know, not to beat a dead horse, but Steve Jobs, he sold the Apple computer hand-to-hand, door-to-door by going to different computer shops and saying, hey, you think you could sell this? He proved the model and then he scaled with investors and ad campaigns. It's rinse and repeat for every single business, y'all. It's, it is. It's not that complicated. But the longer you take to make decisions, to do the thing that's going to get you from where you are to where you want to be, the further out it's going to be. And it's nobody's fault but you. Nobody's fault but you. And maybe you're somebody right now, you're still wanting to blame somebody else for why you aren't where you want to be. They are not responsible for why you are where you are right now, no matter what happened. Some of us all have things that happened to us that nobody deserved. I'm not saying you deserved what happened to you, but I'm saying that you are responsible for the choices of healing and getting the help and the personal development to get past that thing, to grow to the next level. Nobody else is responsible for that personal growth, but you, and you have to learn how to control yourself instead of expecting other people to submit to you and to fall in line and your environment to be so perfect for you to take action. You have to do it yourself and start with you and you have to help yourself first. Also, you have to make your goal be bigger than just you. It has to be about how you can impact other people. Because if you're going to get anybody to buy from you, it has to have an impact on somebody more than yourself. So do the personal work, prove it to yourself first, put it to the marketplace. Other people will enroll. Stop wasting your time with haters Stop wasting your time with pessimists. Stop wasting your time with people that are suspicious and don't trust you and don't believe you. The energy that you're spending trying to prove yourself to people is costing you so much of your future. You are literally sacrificing your future on the altar of self-gratification and you will never get that future that you see for as long as you allow other people's opinions to dictate and control you. If anybody's opinion controls your choices it is because you explicitly gave them permission to poke holes in what you're doing. Period.
you have to explicitly not give them permission. And that doesn't come from going to them and telling them you no longer have permission. It's telling yourself, I choose who I listen to. I choose what I do. I choose the choices that I make and I'm choosing to go after my goals and go after my destiny and build a business. I'm choosing to find my profit mechanism. I'm choosing to find what I can make money from to fund my dream. I got this big dream. I know that I have to make some money to fund that dream. So let's bring it in. What can we sell to the marketplace? What do a lot of people need that I can help them with that I'm really good at that's in my lane that I can make money with to fund the next step. And when you do that, when you make money in your business, when you bring in that revenue, then you can fund the dream. Then you can fund the big idea. You see, a lot of people have a hard time going after their big ideas because they're so prideful about doing the small ideas that they are allowing pride and perfection and their ego keep them from doing the very thing that will help them get to that next level because they don't believe that that's how it works. I'm here to tell you, my friends, that's how it works. And any belief that is opposed to that is a lie. And anybody who's successful will tell you that. You have to be willing to do the hard work. And as soon as you start doing the hard work, it gets easy. Stop waiting for the perfect circumstance to take action. Find your profit mechanism. Prove it to yourself. Prove it by offering it to people. Prove that you can get at least one to two people to buy from you. And then you can start to scale it with marketing, advertising. One of the best ways to prove an idea, start making videos on social media about it. Start talking to it about it to people. Start getting feedback. Start asking questions. Stop being so prideful and embarrassed about the feedback that you get. You see, once you get feedback, now you're responsible for what you do with that feedback. You can either throw it by the wayside or listen to it. Not all feedback is good, by the way. You're not a product or a victim to your environment. So start to get feedback and start to choose what you will do. Once you get to that level, then you can start to run ad campaigns. Then you can start to market. Then you can start to scale. Then you can start to hire more people. Maybe you're going to hire people before that level. You're going to hire some salespeople. Who knows? Going to grind it out. Do cold calling. It work. All these models work, y'all. <laughs> Just go to work and do it. And do the thing that you fear the most. Now, not tomorrow. Waiting until tomorrow is the number one reason why you are where you are right now and not where you want to be. Stop waiting. Take action. Build your dream. Test your dream. Analyze. Test. Test it even if it's going to fail. Be okay with that. It's not personal. Analyze the results. Ask questions. Ask questions. Don't feel embarrassed about asking. The number one reason people aren't successful is because they've never asked the right questions. Who do you know that can help me? And who do you know that I can help with what they need? So Dave Meltzer says, focus on helping other people and impacting other people and then 
Help yourself first. Make money. Make the sale so that you can scale it and help more people with advertising, with marketing. Do what you're good at. Double down on your strengths and get other people to help you with what you're weak at. And then reinvest those profits as they come in into growing. And that, my friends, is how you build a profitable business and go from idea to profit and create your idea and make your ideas into a reality in record time. And if you want to talk about coaching, let me know. I've told you enough times on this podcast how to get a hold of me. Leave hashtag grow your life on my Instagram. I pick one winner every single week on Sunday. Do a full coaching call with me, 30 minutes. And we'll talk soon. I'll see you on next week's episode. Hey, my friends. I almost forgot to tell you the two books that I was talking about in this podcast. The first one I didn't tell you the name of was Keep Your Love On by Danny Silk. Connection, Communication, and Boundaries. And that talks about that triangulation of victim, hero, and bad guy, and Growing to be a powerful person and using powerful communication, setting up boundaries and choosing your life and not letting your environment dictate it for you. That book is where that comes from. Please check that book out. It's incredible. The other book that I was talking about was this one from John C. Maxwell, Put Your Dream to the Test. 10 questions to help you see it and seize it. Do you dream big? Now you can put it to the test and bring it to life. And I took a little bit from those two books and put it all together with my experience. And I'm telling you, you guys, this stuff works. It's proven. It gets you results. I believe in you. I know that it's possible for you to go after your dreams and reach those big goals that you have because I've seen it happen for other people that have applied this and done this formula. Grow your life, everybody. We'll talk soon.